Kia ora, Jeremy Downing here from Cinema in Context. And what you're about to hear is a mini-sode. It's a small discussion that Sarah, William, Max and myself had before we had our large discussion about Wonder Woman and Barbarella. And it's about our best and worst cinema experiences that was motivated by the fact that I went and had a terrible experience watching the new Pirates of the Caribbean film. Here you go. Uh, when I went and saw Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell, Tell No Tales, I had the worst cinema experience I've ever had. So I thought it'd be fun for us to share first our worst cinema experience. Shall I start us off? Go for it. All right. So um, went along with my sister and brother-in-law. They were up in town for just the night. And I said, let's go to the movies. Come to my local cinema. It's a great cinema. And we'll see the new Pirates of the Caribbean film. 9 p.m. at night, we went on a Wednesday evening. And there was a family there that brought in their toddler at 9 p.m. And my sister, who has three young children herself, said, that is a baby. What are they doing with a baby in the theatre? And this kid screamed and yelled and cried through the entire film. Apart from the 15 minutes after I got someone from the cinema to come in and complain, and they shushed the kid up for a bit. But it was so unfair, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it. So I couldn't really enjoy the movie, to be honest. It was like trying to sit through static noise while enjoying the film. Mm. Oh, so that was yeah. mine. I hear you. Um, I, I, I don't so much as have one worst experience. I've had many bad experiences, mainly with people chomping eating food um, right in my ear, um, which I find horribly distracting. But one thing I've found in the last four years since I became a teacher is um, that my teacherness is, is never switched off. And that goes for in my own time when I'm at the movies. And there was a time uh, relatively recently when I, I was at the, a screening. We were at towards the end of the film. I won't spoil it by saying which film, but it, desperately sad things were happening on screen. And I was on an aisle in the middle section, and across the aisle from me, a grown man took a call on his mobile. And sad things were happening on screen, and, and I couldn't help myself. Um, before I knew what was happening, my instinct was I was, uh, I was out of my seat and I was across the aisle hissing at him, put it away, put it away. Um, and he, shamed out completely, turned in horror and then made, slunk up the aisle and I returned to my seat where my husband patted my knee and was sort of, are you all right, honey? Um, but I hadn't. You know, I, I, I didn't have the forethought to stop myself and think, is this appropriate in this environment, you know? I do love in Firefly, there's a line in there, Joss Whedon's Firefly, where one of the characters says, there's a special place in hell reserved for child molesters and people who talk in the cinema. Mm. <laughs> Which I appreciate. William. Okay, I'm um, going to cover this from the other side of the aisle, uh, being that I was the one who was being um, slightly naughty. Well, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I This was a screening of, um, aptly enough, given the time, uh, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. Mm -hmm. um, so my family were visiting me in Minnesota. We'd gone to the Mall of America, which is a huge mall in the, the Cineplex there, to go see the Transformers movie. Uh, we knew it was going to be pretty bad, but, you know, Transformers, and explosions, things. Um, <laughs> Full and stop. The, the movie was far worse than we could have ever anticipated. Um, so much so that we started, um, well, my brother and I started riffing, even though th there were other people in the cinema. Yeah. We, we couldn't help ourselves, and it was at the scene where, um, spoilers for Transformers, guys, mm -hmm. but Shia LaBeouf, or LaBeouf, uh, ends up having a fist fight with McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy, like mm -hmm. a full-on fist fight on top of a Chicago tower with all these alien lights in the background. 
And my brother and I burst out like belly laughing. And it was at this time that the man sitting in front of us, who was apparently on a date and was trying to enjoy the movie so much, turned around and just glared daggers and lightning bolts at us. <laughs> and then we shut up. <laughs> Mine's not so much related to the actual cinema experience in some ways as um, the, the context around it and, and actually the film. Uh, I went to Hoyt's. Um, down at Sylvia Park with Polina one time, and it was actually related to the Cinema in Context podcast that I'm creating at the moment. Um, and we got the wrong time. We had to. Um, it was. It was. The the timing was for a gold class one or whatever they call it down there. And so I was like, oh geez, we've got to pay. Okay, thirty two dollars or something compared to eighteen. Is and that then, each? $32 yeah, each? Yeah, $32 each. So for, I was already for, a bit... for Cure for Wellness? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so this is just, it just multiplied it. Like, we were already in a bad mood having to pay that price for a movie for none of those kind of um, things that we wanted anyway, like luxuries that we didn't need and didn't yeah. want, and like kind of having a waiter on you and everything like that. And then walked in and watched this movie that we found terrible. And then on top of that, I lost my bloody wallet as well. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I left my wallet there, came back the next day, and they had not kept it or anything. Oh, or geez. never didn't find it. Or <laughs> So, yeah, that was my experience. Interesting you talk about those sort of gold lounge, experience, gold lounge experiences, because I went and saw Wonder Woman at the equivalent of the Reading, I think it's Gold Lounge, or I don't know what it was. Mm. It was only $15 a ticket, because the Reading Cinema I go to was usually $10. And that was very luxurious. It was, wasn't the terrible experience you had, but I had this massive big armchair, and... It was quite nice. I thought just to wrap up this discussion and, mm. and not leave on a negative note, uh, have a think about your best cinema experience. Now, I don't mean the film that was a revelation for you. You know, I've, I've seen lots of great films over the time that were amazing experiences because the film was so good, but more the experience of going along and having an evening or having a, having a time and experience. I wasn't prepared for this, and so I'm sure I should be coming up with something that involves some sort of romantic moment with mm. my, my cinephile husband. But actually, years before the cinephile husband came on the scene, interestingly, I went to a fantastic screening at the Civic. I was in the balcony, or the, you know, the upper part of the circle of the Civic for Once Upon a Time in the West, Sergio mm. Leone. And... Um, Despite How long the is that? Fact, Four hours? Seven days? I can't remember. But honestly, it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's two and a half hours. I thought you were going to say seven hours. No, I, was like, I, I think it's two and a half hours. But interestingly, despite the fact, and this is not an exaggeration, somebody sat behind me and took 45 minutes to chow down a bag of popcorn. <laughs> I still had one of the most sublime <laughs> cinematic wow. experiences of my life. So I think mm. actually that probably, by dint of its being, you know, the, having the potential to be so ruined, I actually did have almost a spiritual experience watching that film. So I think that probably would be the, the most notable. Mm. Sorry, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to already pre cut in here because mm. I don't think I've got any great anecdotes about my favourite um, cinema viewing experience. Oh, you go for that. I can't, well, I can't think of anything that stands out as a unique moment, apart from maybe going to Lord of the Rings in the middle of the night oh, for, a, yeah. for the first viewing when I was still quite That's young. Cool. Yeah. It was cool, and having lots of people dressed up, but well, I wasn't even dressed up. But it was amazing back in those days to go see Lord of the Rings and be like, this is just epic beyond mm. yeah. anything. It was so sort of beyond my expectations. We all mm. went as a family in the morning. But yeah, yeah I, was, I was. I remember I was super sick during all the rings, but I, I coughed and hacked through the whole thing and went immediately back to see it the next day. Mm -hmm. Man, Rob, so, what's your what's your top, top 
top experience with? Oh, okay. Um, so this is probably, uh, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about my love of camp uh, later on in this podcast. Uh, but I went to see a screening of The Room by um, Tommy Wiseau. Oh, nice. uh, mm. So this was um, showing in Minneapolis. Mm. Uh, my friends and I were living up in Duluth, which is about a three hours drive from Minneapolis in the state of Minnesota, US. Um, we had finished a Friday of grad school. Everyone was really tired. And it's like, let's just go stay at a cheap hotel. Go watch The Room because there was a screening. And it wasn't even a packed screening. The cinema was pretty nice, but it was under repair. So conditions were great. Um, but just the the atmosphere and the people who were there and the people who knew what was going on made it such a magical evening. Mm. I remember laughing until I had stuff coming out of my nose. Um, yeah, that that movie you, you can't watch it alone. You have to watch it in the right environment. Was with it the an right interactive one with people throwing it was. plastic we, we, spoons? We purchased and... plastic spoons right, before at yeah. Walmart and. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Oh, great. I was actually going to share a different experience, but you just made me remember something. I was going to share my experience watching Batman Begins for the first time, but that's not my favorite movie cinema experience. It was seeing this film that um, was from the director of Shaun of the Dead. It was called Hot Fuzz, and we knew nothing I about it. I loved Hot Fuzz. And so it went along. It was a free screening to, to anyone who turned up off a Facebook invite mm. uh, it was at the embassy theater which is my favorite cinema in the world mm-hmm. and uh it had the director there edgar wright was there oh Simon wow. Pegg and nick frost were there Wait, what? and it was hosted by peter jackson get out and so <laughs> how low-key is that 750 people in the embassy theater yeah peter jackson introducing this film <clears throat> that he's also in um and by this guy who would go on to be Edgar Wright. Well, he was already relatively well known, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, it but wasn't. For a lot of people, that it was, was kind of the was relatively and, yeah. culty, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that what elevated it beyond just having celebrities there was the fact that uh, they were potentially sitting in the cinema with us. They probably went off and had a drink, to be honest, and just left us watching the film. But the fact that they could have been there <laughs> meant that everybody was vocalizing their enjoyment oh, and laughter right. it was like seeing a piece of theater people mm. were laughing at, to, to show their appreciation and, and the film was just phenomenal mm. I mean, it just has this amazing build and so yeah. that experience was by far the, the number one experience that I've had do you know, um, years ago when I lived in London, it will have been 1999, I was invited along to a, um, a, a TV pilot screening. And it was, it was very much, this is the pilot, we'll get audience feedback afterwards. And it was Edgar Wright, Jessica Stevenson, and oh, Simon Pegg for Space. For space. Oh, and wow. so I went to the studio and watched this show, and we all laughed like drains and thought, isn't this clever and funny and something we've never seen before? And they were there. And I'm fairly sure, ingratiator that I am, that I approached somebody, most likely Jessica Stevenson, and uh, and sort of like yeah, you know, I, I liked your show. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think I can probably yeah. yeah. And one time, since yeah. we're on anecdotes, one time when I was living in Takapuna, a friend of mine was working on Young Hercules, and uh, and Ryan Gosling came to a party at our flat. Holy! I know, and he was just some Canadian actor who was oh in New Zealand God. working on some TV show. And I remember greeting him because it was my flat, and I'm relatively hospitable. And I remember, welcome, you know, not not a clue that he was going to become obviously who he became. Um, but he was already a Mickey Mouse, wasn't he? So he yeah, already but had I mean, some... we didn't care about yeah, that. True. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't know, but, yeah. um, and so oh, yeah, it was just, and he was very quiet, and and that was it. So I, I'm afraid I didn't have any conversations. I didn't make out with him, and the <laughs> anywhere. So lots of lost opportunities, really. But um, but Ryan Gosling, nonetheless. Right. Go. Excellent, excellent. Right. Let's, should we get into Wonder our, Woman? Should we get into our chat? Mm-hmm. So Wonder Woman and Barbarella. 
there you have it, our little mini-show discussing our best and worst cinema experiences. I cut us off there because if you want to hear our discussion about Wonder Woman Barbarella, you can listen to the full episode at our channel, either on YouTube, SoundCloud, or on Apple Podcasts. If you would like to let us know your best or worst cinema experience, leave us a comment on Facebook, send us a tweet, pop us a comment under YouTube, and we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, ka kite anō.